Welcome to Conscious Millionaire High Performance Marketing Show Number 50 with my featured guest, Greg Hickman. This is Greg Hickman. On today's show, I'm going to reveal how to productize your coaching to work with more clients. You're listening to the Conscious Millionaire High Performance Marketing Show. Discover the insider secrets from the world's top marketers for how coaches, consultants, and service providers like you can attract and close more of the right high-paying clients. This is the Conscious Millionaire Podcast and Syndicated Radio Network, heard by over 12 million listeners worldwide. Now, join your host, J.V. Crum III, serial entrepreneur, author, speaker, and high-performance coach. Attention coaches and consultants, do you want to attract and close more clients in just 30 days? Are you tired of making offers, but hardly anyone responds? You've gotten your first few clients, but now what? Sure, it can be frustrating. That's why I created the High Performer Formula. It's the hidden secrets of how you can put more money in the bank while making a bigger difference. These are the secrets I use to make over $25 million. Now it's time for you to use them to change your destiny. Get your hands on the High Performer Formula today. It's my gift to you this month. Go to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash High Performer. Again, that's ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash High Performer. Hello, this is your coach, J.V. Crum III, and welcome to you from wherever you're listening around the world. And a big shout out and thank you to our listeners and friends in Austin, Texas, and Oakland, California. Now, you're going to want to stay tuned because I have an incredible guest today. He's an expert in market automation and business systems, and we're going to be discussing how you can productize your coaching to work with more clients. Now, help me welcome our guest. He's a marketing funnel strategist and consultant and founder of System.ly, that's Systemly, a marketing automation consulting and education company. They help coaches, consultants, experts, and course creators implement predictable marketing systems and put them on autopilot. My guest today, yes, is the one and only Greg Hickman. Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I think we established you're about a mile from me, which is kind of the fun part. You were yep, both yeah, in Denver. Yeah. And just congratulations. Your, uh, your baby's 14, I guess it's no longer a baby, right? 14, yeah, months, 14 months old. Yeah. So what are, what are the pivots that you've uh, experienced so far? I guess we're walking at this point, right? Super close. We have a video of his first steps, which have since then have not been as far. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you got yeah, the good, you got the good video, close. right? Yeah. Yeah. We got the video. He's super close, um, which is awesome. Uh, and also terrifying because now you have to like really keep an eye on him. Oh yeah. Right. Every, yeah. everything has to have a little gate pretty soon. Everything has a gate. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I remember you were, you were redoing your home and staying, I think with your in-laws while that yeah, was occurring. That's, oh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, right. We had moved it back into our house after a remodel right before he was born. So we've been in, we have the space now. Yeah. Well, congratulations again. Thank you know, you. this, this is a great, you know, I love everything that you're doing and this is such a great topic because if you're a coach listening today, one of the things I know you want is you want more clients, you want higher paying clients, 
You want to work less than what you've been working, and we're going to talk about that today. And you want to become a high performer who's putting more money in the bank because that really defines, did you make your impact? The real question is, well, are you putting money in the bank and are you getting that life you want? So that's what we're here for today, and we're going to do it through products. So first of all, let's just dig down. What is the biggest impediment, do you think, that so many coaches don't have great products? They really aren't, you know, they talk about it, but they really aren't making money from products. What do you think is the biggest reason that coaches have difficulty in this area? Yeah, so this is probably a general statement because this is not all coaches. But what I see the most of is that a lot of coaches, whether they're like, even if they're just like a business coach or I'm not going to go down the path of life coach, but business coach, like if they're in some specific category, they're still too generalist. Like they coach on too many things within a category. And I think the just inherent like specializing, like niche down to scale up concept is still really applicable to coaches too and allows you to become more scalable. So uh, I think the passion of your coaching to deliver a specific result is a key factor in scalability. And for, for the most part, I don't see many coaches that do that. And can you, and I really like the way that you frame it, that you've got a niche down. So then you can turn around and scale up and really make the big money. I agree with you completely. And when you, when you niche down, what I do is I ask people to go down four or five levels. Yeah. You know, what, when you're starting to work with someone, let's just take it from that perspective. How do you shift them from being generalist to specialist and niched? Because until they do that, they really don't know what product to create because it'd be all over the board. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just pretty much say, what problem do you solve? Right. Yeah. And, that's where we start. You know, usually it starts off pretty vague and then I'll say, no, but really what problem do you solve? <laughs> uh, and a lot of times they just realize that they solve too many types of problems. And then that's when we kind of backtrack into, okay, well, like, let, let's look at all of your clients. Um, which are the ones that you like the most? Which are the ones that got the best results? Are there any similarities? Um, you know, that sort of thing. And like the ones that you have helped and have gotten the most results, like what is the result, right? Uh, what is the result that they desire? why don't they have it and kind of just reverse back into what that problem is that they're solving so that they can make sure that whatever solution they have is going to get the result that's that that person wants. No, I totally agree with you because I've got the high performer boot camp and taking a group of coaches through it. What I discovered was the biggest problem they had actually was not knowing what problem they solved. Yeah. And it was, it was really uh, rather soft and multifaceted, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going and, and I think, you know, because I, I love coaches, I'm a coach. And I think we're also good hearted that a lot of times coaches sometimes end up m- imagining how they want to help or save the world and then mistake yeah. that for a solution to a problem that somebody really wants solved, which is the only reason they're going to buy. Yeah. And what, what, what I found and what ends up happening, I think a lot, and to be honest, this isn't just coaches, this is agencies, like a lot of companies have this problem um, in that they, like you said, you're a coach, 
you coach on a specific result. And yeah, sometimes I bet in within the path that you coach people on, you kind of have to go outside a little bit and kind of maybe bring them back on some, some topic that you can coach on. That's not always necessary on your like A to Z path um, or A to B path, whatever. And like you, but you can use that skill set. It's not like a, the analogy that I kind of give or the example I give is um, for a lot of these people that we talk to, like their product is saying yes. Like the client's like, this is my problem. Can you help? It's like, yes. It's like, oh, well now this is my problem. Can you help? Yes. And like all of a sudden, if you're an agency, you have like a service menu that is five pages long right? and you're like cherry picking things. So then like a coach can do the same thing. It's like, Hey, well, like I can help you with your mindset. I can help you with your marketing. I can help you with your hiring. And it's like, okay, like you do all of these things. And it's like, do you do all of them well? Or like, are you just doing them because you've done it before because you had to, because you needed the money at the time and you said yes. Right. right. And so I don't want your product to be yes. I want your product to be, solving a problem that de- that delivers a specific result that is a problem big enough that you can solve it over and over and over and over and over again. Right. And I, I want to move into products. I just want to make this comment. I think a lot of times it's out of a fear to say no, because the the paradox is what I find is it's coaches are afraid they won't have enough business when in fact, the reason they don't have enough business is they won't say no. It's exactly. a paradox. It's a paradox. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So let's say we've gotten down to that narrow place and mm-hmm. you're a coach that wants to productize because you really want to connect and help more clients and you want to put more money in the bank. You want to have a bigger impact and you want to have bigger profits. What's yeah. the path to creating the product? I think coaches can kind of go a couple different paths, but I mean, I believe in what's called the hybrid solution. And this is kind of like that productized offering the coaching is packaged in a way that, that delivers a specific result. But I think combining not just online training and not just coaching, but also a little bit of implementation or maybe even depend, maybe even done for you elements into that mix where you have like a happy mix of coaching, training, and implementation to get this person to the result quickly is creates this like amazing done with you coaching experience right because if you're a coach and you create a course and that like that's your product then it's really just and you don't provide any support but other other than answering questions really it's like a diy solution but if you're a coach and obviously if you're a coach and you're doing all the work then it's more done for you so you're not even a coach but I, i do think like the the biggest opportunity is for those that can kind of cover those those three areas and, um, and do you suggest that coaches cover them in separate products or separate offerings, or do you bring, say, bring these all together into one? I would say in the beginning, it should be one. You know, I again, like another problem that we didn't talk about outside of what well, we kind of did saying yes to everything is having too many products. Right. Yes. Right? Um, I'm a huge fan of, uh, you know, something that Clay Collins, the founder of Lead Pages, said which is, you know, focus on the five, the fastest way to get to seven figures is to focus on the five ones. And that's, um, focus on one target audience with once one solution, one conversion method, 
one source of traffic and do that for one year. And so I think like, again, back to like the productization part. And I think then the fifth of, one would be one offer. That was the second one. Uh, one solution. So what was the fifth one? Target solution conversion one year oh one year oh okay sorry yeah. i i'm i'm a i'm like going okay i think i'm i i missed something and i'm the host yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. so i just want to be sure we got that offer yeah. solution was the second one yeah so i think like depending upon where as a coach right like so in, in this example if you're under a million i would say whatever problem you're solving and your process to solve that problem needs to incorporate those three things needs to incorporate some training elements, needs to incorporate some coaching elements and needs to incorporate some like implementation style elements. Like things are getting done. It isn't just like, Hey, go do this. Like, Hey, go do this with this thing that I created for you so that you can do it faster. Like, I think that's a lot better. Okay, great. And I, re I really love this because this is exactly what I preach and I could just call it lean design that you, you know, I tell the, in our boot camp, that's what we've been talking about. I go, look, you want to get to a hundred thousand, you only have to have one offer. And yeah. what I'm finding is so many people, like I talked to a coach recently, they had six offers, but they were at 30,000. I said, you need to get rid of these. This yeah. is, this is insane because you've got every one of these has to have a traffic. Every one of them has to have a, you know, a funnel, everyone, and you don't have time to optimize that. Yeah. So once Agreed. you, once you get down to this, let's talk about the final part before we go to the questions. And that is how does someone, because this is one of the big questions I hear from coaches a lot. How do I decide what to charge? Yeah, I go, I go off value based. So, um, you know, I don't, reverse it into an hourly or anything like that. But, you know, I think it has a lot to do with the, A, the type of client you work with. Um, but uh, what is the, like how big is the problem you're solving, right? Um, if you solve a problem that's going to get your client and generate your client $100,000 and you charge 500 bucks, like that's, I would say that's too cheap. You know, like I think your solution should be somewhere around $10,000 at least if you're going to be able to help someone generate a hundred thousand. Right. So I, I think you need to look at what is the, the return that you can help provide someone, like what's that multiple and then, then price based on that value. And, like, and is, what is the specific number or range that you like to use in that ROI formula? That, you know, there isn't one that could, because sometimes the, the stuff that you end up creating, like, isn't just like a one-off, like it, the thing that you implement will turn into six figures a month. But, right. So like, it, I think there's kind of some of those variables, like how long does this thing produce that level of result? Is it a one-off thing? Is it a recurring thing? Um, and there's a lot of different ways to price that, but I think it needs to be based on value, not based on I hours. Agree that like if i was to develop a system for someone that would generate a hundred thousand dollars a month i might do something like hey well it's gonna be you know ten twenty thousand dollars up front and then there's maybe a percentage you know or a participation fee yeah yeah something like something like that or and so it really i think it really depends but i think it always needs to be on the value that is created by the thing that you do 
And is there anything else you'd like to add that would be useful for coaches that are thinking about, perhaps they're thinking about their first product. They don't really have a product in the sense that we're talking. Yeah. Well, if they don't have a product, I would say like, again, look at the people that you've worked with and like, what is the problem that you like solving and that you're good at solving and create a process that can be productized in and around that, like that process that you have, right? Like if you go and say, Hey, this is the problem I solve. And I said, Hey JV, I want you to go make a list of everything that you would have me do to solve that problem and package that up. Like there's your product, right? Like that's your, and, and then, and then simplify it because <laughs> right. likely it's going to be too complicated. Um, but outside of that, I think, I think we talked about this offline, like the, even the product part, um, and I started touching on this, like the, that's still like a front end, right? Like that's still the product is what you're going to go bring to market. Um, where I started touching, talking into, uh, you know, part coaching, part implementation, part, uh, online training, training, right. That that's flipping from product into like fulfillment. Like this is how you deliver that result. Right. Got it. So, yeah, so I, I think we should differentiate here um, between, and, and tell me where it fits into your model, Greg, info products, which might be what you're talking about when you say front-end product, I'm not sure. Where does info product versus this product that you're more involved, it might be in a group level, but yeah. where do those two come into play in this model? So essentially they're the same. Um, you're using information as a piece of that product. So when I said, you know, there's training, there's coaching and there's implementation and the training could be the information part, right? Like the course, so to speak. Right. And so that could be a course in, and I'll be more specific because I realized I was just general. Uh, the course could be pre-recorded like product launch, launch formula. And that could be the, the training part could be implemented that way. Uh, I see what you're saying. Uh, I'm not talking about the selling of, I'm talking about the product. So like the thing that someone pays you for, what you're giving them is part online training, info product, whatever you want to call it, part coaching, part implementation. Like that is the solution, aka the product, the how you get them into there. If you give them a free course, product launch formula is the sales funnel, right? Four part video into selling that thing. That's, that's, I was, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the actual, you just paid me. I'm giving you part online training, part coaching and part implementation. To get to that result, which is the solution Correct. to your problem. Correct. We're here with Greg Hickman, who is a marketing automations and business systems expert. And we've been discussing how you can productize your coaching to work with more clients. Up next, we've got the conscious marketing questions. Attention coaches and consultants, do you want to attract and close more clients in just 30 days? Are you tired of making offers, but hardly anyone responds? You've gotten your first few clients, but now what? Sure, it can be frustrating. That's why I created the High Performer Formula. It's the hidden secrets of how you can put more money in the bank while making a bigger difference. 
These are the secrets I use to make over 25 million. Now it's time for you to use them to change your destiny. Get your hands on the high performer formula today. It's my gift to you this month. Go to consciousmillionaire.com forward slash high performer. Again, that's consciousmillionaire.com forward slash high performer. Welcome back. I'm JV Crumb the Third. I'm your host, and I'm here with Greg Hickman, who is a marketing automation and business systems specialist. He's an expert in this area. And we're going to dig down with the millionaire marketing questions. But first, I want to thank you for showing up today. And I'm not thanking you to show up for me or for Greg. I think you showed up for yourself. And I think the reason you showed up was you were ready to take another step forward. You want to be a coach who's a high performer. You want to be touching more people's lives, solving their problems, putting more money in the bank, and enjoying the fruits of all your labor so that you don't have to work as much, so that you can have a quality life. And we're here to help you every step of the way. And now let's dig down Let's start with a number one strategy for how coaches can become true high performers by attracting more of the right prospects. The reason I always start with the solution, like we've been talking about, is that should fuel all of your marketing, right? So if I know the problem that I solve, I can deconstruct the elements of that and bring that and weave that into my marketing, right? My webinars should kind of align with my solution and the problem that I'm solving, my lead magnets, all of my content that I create and share, you know, organically. I think this is something that I find really fascinating is that you, I, or I come across like coaches, agencies, and they talk about stuff that might just be relevant, even time relevant, or other people are talking about it. And it gets people paying attention to them, but they actually don't even cover those areas. Like they don't solve those pro like problems associated with that. They're just doing it to get attention. So like once you know what you solve and the like, then you go into the problem and like literally you should be talking about everything in and around that problem from like how, how people feel, their wants and aspirations around it, fears and frustrations. And all of those pieces become content, whether they're podcast episodes or videos, webinars, um, and when you deconstruct your process to solve the problem, you now have a, you have, you have intellectual property, right? So now you have something that you can talk about, about having a solution to that problem. So all of that becomes fodder for what do I say when I send an email or when I go, go live on Facebook, that's like my map for what I should talk about. Yeah. And I like the way you put that because it really sounds to me like people need to quote unquote map it out. And when you have all the yeah. elements, now you know what to talk about. And I agree with you that a lot of people are talking about things that get attention, but it actually has nothing to do with what they're selling. And so it doesn't have a strong relevancy, but let's say you've attracted that person. You've put all that piece together. What's your number one strategy for how you close clients once they come to you? We close clients over the phone all the time. That's the only way I'll close them. And I'm going to be specific there. Do you use the phone or do you use Zoom? Do you want to have a visual with them or do you want to just have the auditory? Um, at the end of the day, I don't really mind. But if I had to choose, I'd choose audio. Okay. 
And why did you choose audio? I'm just always curious about how people uh, because when someone asks you the price and then you drop a big number, it's just really awkward when you're looking right at them. Because <laughs> usually they make a really uncomfortable face. <laughs> uh, and it just makes for a really awkward conversation. So um, now sometimes if you have filtered right, you know, those people won't mind the number that comes out. But, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, it just has always seemed like it's just, it creates an awkward moment that doesn't really need to be awkward. Got it. So let's talk about a marketing tool for high performers. What's a marketing tool you love? I wouldn't say this is a marketing tool, but it's a sales tool. Okay. Um, and I use uh, PipeDrive and we integrate it with Infusionsoft. It's basically the tool that we use to track our um our pipeline, you know, clients that have applied to work with us that we're in active conversations with one lost. And it's an amazing tool. We actually even use it in our, uh, kind of in, in, in our client upgrade process too, like as a part of client success. What's a marketing book that you think coaches who want to be high performers, they want to be great marketers. What's a marketing book you'd recommend? Extreme Revenue Growth by Victor Chang. I just finished reading it not too long ago. It's amazing. And you were you, we were talking before because I thought it was it's not a book I'm familiar with, but folks, you know what? I my entire reading list comes from interviewing guests, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sometimes it's in some weeks it's real big. Amazon loves me. Yeah. Um, that is for sure. So, what is the big thesis in this book that uh, you were showing it to me, and I, I was part intrigued by it. Yeah, the you know kind of the, the subhead of the book is startup secrets to growing your sales from one million to twenty five million in any industry, and um, it's a really fast read. Um, at the end of every chapter, he kind of pulls out the key ideas, so it's really easy to consume. Um, but a lot of the things we're talking about, right? Like, how do you figure out distribution? How do you figure out like what that offer is? How do you build off that offer to create additional revenue streams? Uh, it's very scientific. Um, right. It's great, great book. You know, I, I, I think that's an important point that you just made, and you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, uh, is that the scientific approach to marketing mm. and to building your business. And I mm. think because I was pre-med and I did all this laboratory work, that all yeah. this has always made sense to me, that you want to be very scientific. You want to understand the variables. You want to understand this, the way things are structured and the sequences of them, that that's what this is really, you know, ultimately about. You've got to understand all that. Yeah, you know, what's funny is... Um you know, I think a lot of people, this is not like, there's no data behind this, but like in conversations with other entrepreneurs, it's like, why do you want to leave corporate and start your own thing? You know, a lot of times it's like structure, politics, like process and all these things. And like, you want to be your own boss. And it's like, okay, cool. So you go do that and you start building this thing. You start Can you find out they're all there? <laughs> And you're like, wait a minute, in order for me to actually grow this thing, I need structure, I need systems, I need, I need people, I need process. And it's like, I think very easily we forget that. But like, you know, you come back to these books that are like the principles of building a business. It's like, look, if you want to be a coach and have a lifestyle business and be a solopreneur, that's one thing. But if you want to go to a million, the odds of you doing it by yourself with no help, no team whatsoever is really unlikely. And if you want to be sustainable and have the business not depend upon you solely as a coach, 
you need team, right? And like, so those, and once you start introducing those elements, you come back to the fundamentals of, of building businesses and it's like structure, people, process, like all of those things that in many cases we tried to escape early on, but now we get to create them and shape them how we want. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a great point. I, I think I had a, a benefit in that I had built a regional trucking line and that was all systems when you've got yeah. 50 trucks running all over the place. Yeah. So I kind of came to it from there. But there's another element. I just want to throw it out there because I've been putting it out there so much more lately uh, because so many coaches, the majority of coaches, I think are missing the biggest money. And I think you need to plan on where that biggest money is. And that's called building a business that can be separated from you because your business, Greg, is being built in a way that it could be separated from Greg. It's not really dependent upon Greg. And then it's sellable. Correct. And that to me is the difference between having an asset and having a kind of a personal brand business, I've started calling them. And a personal yeah. brand business can be a great cash flow machine. But the moment you aren't there, it can't be separated from you. And the millions that you can make may be in building it so that it can become an asset. So I think that's an important consideration when you're thinking through all this. You know, in Conscious Millionaire, grow your business by making a difference. I focus on the new path to becoming a high performer and achieving financial freedom. And it's really bringing together, making that big impact that drives to the big profits What's the positive impact overall that you're wanting to make with your clients, Greg? Yeah, I mean, I want them to be uh, profitable. And, you know, a lot of people out there just talk about like these crazy revenue numbers, but like they're losing money, right? Right. Um, I want them to ideally double their profits and I want them to be able to take vacations and not be overworking and not be solely responsible for like the business continuing to grow, right? Like I was just at this mastermind and they said, if you can't take two days off in your business, you don't have a business, you have a job. If and, you can't take two days off, you're in serious trouble. Yeah. Right. Um, and so like, I think there's a, a lot of coaches out there, especially, you know, agencies and whatnot, like you're trying to build these things and you, go on vacation. If you're listening, I'm air quoting right now, but like you kind of like sort of work on the side and you know, a little bit here and there while you're on vacation. And what I've found, especially from a systems perspective is like, if you go on vacation, but you're still sort of working, you are essentially band-aiding anything that could be broken and probably not even aware of it. Right? Like if I, like I went on vacation and I felt pain. So where did Greg feel that pain? Okay, that's a problem in my business. How can I solve that with a system? Now I don't have that problem. So like, you know, if we, if we never kind of step out of our business, we never actually expose the cracks and what's broken right. in order to go back and fix it. And, you know, each time I step away from the business, it's like I can step away a tiny bit longer, a tiny bit longer. And something else will change and break. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, now we need to fix that. And we're creating this like indestructible thing that has no holes and has no cracks that allows us to enjoy our life, which is why we built our business in the first place. <laughs> well, you know, this is really interesting. Um, it's been about nine months since we've really, we ran into each other in the parking lot at, at, at Sprouts 
Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but since we've done an interview, and what I'm noticing, I, I know the changes I've gone through, but I'm noticing all the evolution you've gone through. It isn't that it's you weren't talking about these things, but the level, I'm wondering, you know, I'm thinking having a kid probably changed some things too, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's like, because you're talking about these at a much more specific level. And, you know, I, I think this is absolutely right on. One of the things I just want to add is that we, we do this at Conscious Movement, and I have no doubt you do it as well, is that whenever there's a problem, and there are problems that happen, right? Yeah. The first question I ask my team is, where did the process not work? 100%. Why did this fall through the crack? And you know what? That makes for a much better team because we're never talking about blame. We never come from blame at Conscious Millionaire at all. It's always like something happened in our process. This, this is an unusual thing. It fell through, but how did that happen? And what yeah. do we need to change? I have a, can I share a quick story on that? Yeah, please do. So um, I'm in the airport getting ready to get on a plane and messaging with uh, Megan, who's on our team. She's been conducting a lot of these client success interviews. And I just happened to be chatting with a client that I know I was like excited to get his interview scheduled. And it had been a little while and I was like, hey, like, did, he, did we ever get this? I think we missed something because he hasn't been interviewed yet. And she immediately kind of got defensive uh and she was like she was like what do you think i just dropped the ball da, da, da. i was like no, no 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 sorry sorry like i'm asking you this because i actually is like is there a hole in the process right and once we talked that through she's like i needed to explain i'm like look megan like you're not always going to be responsible for that like because you're gonna go up you're gonna go like grow within the company right so if, if you were to have to teach someone else this process in, in the company, how would you have known that that got done? And she's like, got it. She's like, cause she wouldn't, it, it would just, she wouldn't know that it got done. I was like, so there's, there's, there's a lack of visibility in the, did this person, where is this person in the, in the interview client success interview process? You should create that because soon you're not going to have to deal with it and someone else will. And you're going to be asking that person the same question I just asked you. Right. And you're going to need that visibility yourself. Well, and I, I think, I think, it's always what, a systems problem. I, I think what happens and it's perfectly natural uh, because I'll certainly say I do that. Like there's a certain amount of Ram that I use up on a daily basis. Right. Right. And so it's like, I don't personally write down everything, but I'm holding some stuff in Ram that I go, Oh, by the end of the day, I need to send this email, but I didn't necessarily write it down. But this is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Because if somebody inside a process is holding things in Ram in their mind, that may function quite well most of the time. But it makes it non-transferable because you got to think about McDonald's. The mm -hmm. re might not like their food, and I might even call it food because I have a health show, so I'm not even going to call it food, folks. But why does it work? It works because they have it all written down, and everybody learns the same process. And nothing at McDonald's, I feel quite certain, nothing is held in RAM. I'm not being derogatory. I'm just saying I don't think it's held in held in RAM. You know, to get to your next level. You've got to solve some problem. That's the way this thing works. You want to be a high performer. You want to take your high performance to another level. What's the problem or challenge that you're focused on so that you can take your agency to a totally different level? Great question. Right now, um, I mean, we just brought on a sales rep. Um, 
that was plugging a hole that was existent. So like he's really starting to pick up steam. So like getting him continued to be dialed in is a, is a key thing that we've been trying to solve. The next one is uh, on the client success side, right? Like uh, I'm a key part of the coaching element of our business and I can't be the only one that coaches on these certain areas. So we're going to be bringing in an additional coach um, to help supplement me in certain areas. So um, kind of, I guess to answer your question is we're going through each and every team member and we're looking at, okay, we understand you're wearing multiple hats. Like what are those hats? How do we identify the top ones that are taking up the most bandwidth and how do we start making us redundant in those areas? Like, and redundancy is a whole different level of growing a business because until yeah. you, you get to a certain level and folks, what we mean is that there need to be two people who can do the same task. Correct. Yeah. So like, sweet. Now Greg and Anthony do sales. Sweet. Now Greg and this new person will be doing coaching and, you know, Lisa and which means will Greg be. can take probably a couple of weeks rather than two days. 100%, right? And so we look at the the roles that we are wearing the hat that hat the most and we're looking to create and bring in people to help make those roles redundant since those currently take up our most bandwidth. Yeah. That that's exactly what we did at at the truck regional trucking lines. We had multiple yeah. people who could do multiple things. I had three people who could train truck drivers. They had the same checklist, they knew the exact same skill set and it didn't matter who did it. Yeah, exactly. So if somebody's sick, doesn't matter. All right, folks, it's time for the marketing lightning round. First question, your best email subject line ever. First name, last name, exclamation point. Ah, I love that. First name, last name, exclamation point. Quick marketing tactic. We've been talking more strategically today, but what's a tactic that any coach listening can put in to play right now? Send an email with first name, last name, <laughs> and then say the body should, this is a Dean Jackson thing. So this is not, right. my, this is not mine, but it works great is would you like my help with blank? And the blank is the thing that you help your clients with question mark. And that's it. And will it say reply or anything? Or you just nope. leave? No, just, just a question mark. And just your name at the bottom. Yep. Okay. Word or phrase every marketer should use. Results. Results. Okay. This is a tough one. It is a tough one for everybody. <laughs> You're limited to one marketing channel. What is it? So uh, I'd say Facebook. Facebook. Okay, great. And the final question, let's go back in time. Who was an early mentor of yours and what are you going to be eternally grateful they taught you? Oh, man. Well, the first, when you said that, the first person that came to mind was um, Noah Kagan, who is the founder of AppSumo um, and sumo.com. And he taught me that when you go to an event, networking, conference, whatever, to go super deep with one or two people versus trying to connect with everybody. And that's led to a lot of business and growth for me personally is not trying to say hello to everybody, but like, have a deeper relationship with one or two people like a of significance by the end of the event. I'm here with Greg Hickman, who's a marketing automation and business systems expert. You know, 
I know there are going to be a lot of people listening today that are going to, you know, probably be very wild because this was great information, Greg. I think it's the best interview we've ever done. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, I would say um, outside of emailing me, <laughs> we have a private Facebook group. It's free on Facebook, obviously Facebook called the Systemized Business Launchpad. We're dropping content in there every single day. Um, and just engaging with folks that want to systematize their business. So uh, I'm really active in there. I really love it. Just trying to help people. Um, so I would say make your way over there. Okay. And we're going to have that and every way you can connect with Greg, as well as all the information from today's show, just go to consciousmillionairemarketing.com. Click on today's show. And you can go in and get the show notes. Everything will be there for you. I always love to hear from you. If you have any question about your coaching business, how to grow it, how to get clients, anything that we've talked about today, just go to ConsciousMillionaireMarketing.com. And at the top of the page, you can either send me an email or voicemail. They're all private to me. They come to my inbox and I'll respond directly to you. I look forward to connecting with you on the next Conscious Millionaire and Greg Thank you so much for being our featured guest today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Attention coaches and consultants, do you want to attract and close more clients in just 30 days? Are you tired of making offers, but hardly anyone responds? You've gotten your first few clients, but now what? Sure, it can be frustrating. That's why I created the High Performer Formula. It's the hidden secrets of how you can put more money in the bank while making a bigger difference. These are the secrets I use to make over $25 million. Now it's time for you to use them to change your destiny. Get your hands on the High Performer Formula today. It's my gift to you this month. Go to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash High Performer. Again, that's ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash High Performer. Thanks for listening to Conscious Millionaire Media Podcast Radio Network. The host, producer, and owner of the show, distributors, and broadcast media make no claims that the strategies and information discussed in the show will result in profits and may result in losses. The opinions and advice from the host guests do not necessarily represent those of the owner, staff, management, or broadcasters of the show. No legal accounting or financial or health advice is made in the show. You're advised to seek counsel on matters related to your business, financial investments, or other legal matters from licensed advisors. Always consult your physician or licensed health advisor prior to making any changes in your diet, exercise program, and implementing any health strategies or information discussed on the shows. Now, information provided may be suitable for your situation. As always, take full responsibility for the decisions and actions you take, including the responses that they create in your health.